Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Funny Business Podcast. Although we are a week away from Christmas, we thought we would celebrate today with our wonderful Christmas episode here today. Matt, I bet you are just as excited as I am not before Thanksgiving on us doing a Christmas episode. I have been waiting for this episode since November 1st, <laughs> and it's going to be an awesome one because who doesn't love Christmas? I mean, I do love Christmas. I, I was actually very excited. If you're watching the YouTube video, you already know uh, Matt and I are very festive today. Uh, I pulled out this old, uh, this was actually my first Christmas sweater, Matt, that I pulled, really? that I pulled out. Yeah. Um, so the best thing about it is there is no batteries in this sweat sweater. I almost said sweatshirt. Oh. Um, there's no batteries in this sweater, so... If you see me move very suddenly, this is the worst sweater to wear when you're in an Uber. <laughs> is it like too <laughs> tight? No, it's perfect. Like, oh. I feel very, I just mean like you move like a little bit and it lights up. So, you oh, it's like can, motion like, detector. You can lights. like hit a bump and literally you're all lit up. <laughs> and literally at the bottom it says all lit up. So, <laughs> it's like it's a motion detector. Yes. Uh, yeah. Don't, don't, don't wear this sweater when you're going for a robbery, but <laughs> noted. <laughs> Very much noted. Is that a onesie, Matt? Uh, no, it's, it, so I, it comes with pants, which I'm wearing, uh, but oh. it's like a separate top and bottom. Oh, I, I also have shoes that I don't have on and my hat didn't fit with my, my headset. So it's not now, the complete outfit, but you know, we'll make it work. Now that you're saying that, I totally know what your outfit is because I remember when you guys went up to, uh, oh gosh, the Finger Lakes for uh, wine and it was like some, it was like close to Christmas. So you guys all dressed up and I, I remember that outfit. Very yeah, I, I was hoping to do that again this year. We didn't get that chance, yeah, but unfortunate. No, now I get to wear it for the podcast. Screw COVID. But however, yes. good news is with COVID, we are starting to get our vaccinations. Remember, Matt, yes. we were talking about, what was it? I think episode 10. We're like, we're getting a vaccine on the way. <laughs> it felt so long ago. <laughs> it's it's a step in the right direction. You know, it's not going to, you know, just because 2021 comes around doesn't mean it's going to be solved. It's mm-hmm. going to be a few months into 2021, hopefully. Hopefully not the whole year, but, you know. It's uh the light is on the other side of the tunnel. So wear your mask, social distance, yep. do whatever you can, wash your hands, twenty yep. seconds. Stephen A. Smith says wash your hands, don't wash be nasty. your hands, don't be nasty. Twenty seconds or sing happy birthday twice. Yep. Speaking of happy birthday, Matt, it's not your birthday. No. However, it's close to Jesus' birthday. Correct. <laughs> Facts. And what we would talk about today, uh, I thought it was interesting because I was uh, working on some uh, independent work and literally jamming out to a holiday playlist. And I was like, oh, we got to talk about that. And what I thought we would discuss, and I kind of threw it to you like this, Matt, is Christmas songs that have the same energy as Mr. Brightside or I Want to Dance with Somebody. Um, we may go off uh, hilter kilter on the fact of like it may not be that vibe, but it's still a banger. So um, who doesn't love Christmas music? I, 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 well, there's some people that don't, but you definitely do have to be in the mood for Christmas music. Like there's even sometimes where like if it's early November, like I'll start maybe listening to Christmas music once in a while. But sometimes I'm not always in the mood to listen to Christmas music. Like, you do have to be in a certain mood. But there are some bangers. And there's bangers that I'll get stuck in my head. Randomly, it'll be like May. And I'll have, like, a song stuck in my head that just comes out of nowhere because I love Christmas. Okay. So I, I'm getting kind of nervous. 
Um, okay. I, I thought ultimately we would pick the number one song that uh, okay. is is Christmas, like yeah. literally the pinnacle. Like if you're not wake, if you're not doing this on like November first, you're not doing this the day after Thanksgiving, yeah, like somebody else is. It's an easy choice. Easy choice. I'm gonna say it on three. Okay. One, two, three. All I want, All for, I want Christmas for Christmas is you, you by Mariah Carey. Carey. Yes. Easy choice. Easy we little, choice. We had a little lag with the Zoom call. So we're like, Easy choice. <laughs> like the, the, You can't listen to that song and not be happy. Mm-hmm. I think there was the one time, and it, I, don't know if you, I don't know if you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember when we were at uh, a bar uh, every Thursday night. Not every Thursday night, but but well, frequently Thursday. Most Thursday nights. <laughs> they played Mr. Brightside, and then I think they switched over to All I Want for Christmas is You. It's funny because like, you wouldn't think a Christmas song at a bar would be like legit, but people went nuts for it. We, yeah. I, for like a I, month I, straight, it was like the song to be on the dance floor <laughs> for. I feel like by the time we were jamming out like literally rock style to Mr. Brightside, and then all of a sudden when this came on, we were still bumping to All I Want for Christmas is You. But how crazy is it? I, I, I know like Mariah Carey breaks records every year apparently with that song. It, it's it's crazy like the, it just keeps getting more and more popular every year like there's always that video with that like i've seen barstool sports post on november 1st it's like when it turns 1201 you can play mariah carey and it's like guys like headbanging like mariah carey <laughs> like, you, you, you just get amped every time you hear it you get you get in the christmas spirit and then poor tiktok it made a rendition of wap and yes. that as well and and with uh soldier boy Yes, Soldier Boy is another one. I forgot. Yeah, that was a good that. one. Yeah, you sent me a talk last night. Yes. About that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right, Matt, go ahead. Talk, talk, talk to me, man. What, what so, else are you thinking about? There's some good ones. Uh, let me. So I pulled up a Spotify playlist just uh, for reference. Did you check uh, it twice? One of my favorite ones is kind of an old school one. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to find these. Here it is. Uh, it's the most wonderful time of the year by Andy Williams. It's a yep. classic, but it's like classic. The Andy Williams has two of those. I think the other one's Happy Holidays. They are bangers. Like they he does bangers. a great job with them, and it's they're both two of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Another one that I would particularly like is uh, another one about Christmas, but it's by uh, Mr. Michael Bublé. Uh, mm. The uh, it's beginning to look a lot like christmas like gets like the almost like the uh the goosebumps like when you hear that like first line after the the uh, instrumental in the beginning i got a hot take yeah i'm not a buble fan i mean i'm not either but like i know people like i've been wrecked before being like oh you can't like christmas if you don't like buble but like i I just i don't know his music doesn't do it for me especially like his christmas it's like eh, it's okay okay that's i feel like sometimes they go over the top (laughs) You think he does? I, sometimes. I'm like I trying don't know. to think of the songs that he sings. He, he's done most of them, I feel like. Gotcha. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like he just tries a little too hard. Um, another classic, Last Christmas by Wham. Yes. Classic. Banger. And I'll throw one more out there before I turn it back to you. Ariana Grande, Santa Tell Me. Oh, that's a new one. Uh, that's a new one, but it's a good one. It's a good one. It's a Very new one, but one. it's a good one. Yeah. Um. I have to admit, these are very, very hard takes. Um, well, that, not this one. Uh, Feliz Navidad by Jose Feliciano. Yeah, that's a banger. <laughs> like, banger. When you're in Spanish class, like 
yes, you are going to know that song. And we went Christmas caroling back in high school. And that was like one of the songs that like everyone knew besides when we started jamming out to uh, Aaron Rodolfo Leno. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, right. I still have Katina La Nariz. Um, I feel like I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, I probably sung it in Spanish class like senior year. And when I say sung it, I mean like mouth the words and didn't actually say anything. Yeah. I, yeah, I think I'm lost after the first set. Of yeah, <laughs> but Fel- Feliz Navidad gives you a different vibe, but it's That's... still a, a good Christmas vibe. Now I know somebody doesn't like in particular that I know very well. Um, Dominic the Donkey. Oh, oh, that's a classic. It's a bop. Like, a lot of people don't know that song though, which is which is weird because like it's always on the radio every year. Have you heard of Hawaiian Christmas? Yeah, it's not bad. I like it. Yeah, the Mele Kanikinaka. Yep. Mele yeah. Kanikinaka. Yeah, oh, uh, that's a great thing one. to say. <laughs> to be fair, there's really not bad Christmas songs, but there's some that are on a different level than others. Yes. Like, I'm going to share with you. Okay. Uh, what do we want? Do we want the angel or do we want the devil first? <laughs> Give me the angel. The angel? Okay. Let's talk about church songs. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, you I and I know. <laughs> didn't even think of this. Um, I, obviously, Silent Night. You cannot go wrong with Silent Night. That is, that gives, like, a lot of songs give me goosebumps during Christmas. Silent Night is one of them. Yeah. That's a, that's a good choice. Um, it's just, just like a wholesome feeling. Yeah. No, it really does. Do you have another one? Uh, church songs. I'm trying to think. Uh, Little Drummer Boy. Okay. Not like a total banger, but it's it's a classic and like it's a good song. It's something you got to listen to at least once a year. Some people have tried to turn it into bangers, Matt. <laughs> yeah, I haven't found a successful one. Um, my other favorite one that I love singing at church. So I sing in a choir when things were normal back then. At uh, you know, pre-COVID, uh, angels we have heard on high. Oh. Oh. Especially when you get into the glory of heart. <laughs> oh, oh my god! So That's, like, I forgot about that one. Based on one. based on our our choir. There's literally three guys, and it's well, no, not three guys. It's two guys. It's me and my brother, and we carry like so. Like you'll find it. Like they go glow. Oh, me and my brother, we carry the whole thing. Like we hold the note, and we are the lowest of the team. <laughs> you have to hold the note. I feel like that's like someone's obligation, even if you're not in the choir. If you're singing it, I feel like it's your <laughs> obligation to try to hold the note the whole time. Oh, man. I also have a way in the manger and joy to the world. Joy to the world is really nice at the end of joy in the world is a great one to end, end to Christmas Eve mass with. Yes. Uh, give me the devil. The devil. Okay. Yeah. So I live up in the sticks. Yeah. <laughs> as we all are aware. Facts. Um, two people that you wouldn't know would write Christmas songs. Um, I hear a lot of up in the boons, uh, the boonies. Uh, Jeff Foxworthy and Larry the Cable Guy. Excuse Have you me? heard these? Are you kidding? You don't know these? No, I've oh never my gosh, heard of I'm so song. excited! <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Um, I'll go with uh, Larry the Cable Guy first. So some of them were not appropriate for the podcast, so I kind of left them out. Uh, so Larry the Cable Guy had one stand up, and it was like uh, talking about a lot of like redneck Christmases, or like these are some Christmas carols that like he wrote himself. Um, Actually, I see a third one that I'm like, okay, you know, I'll sing it anyway. If we have to cut it out, we have to cut it out. Okay. (laughs) So I will uh, start off with this one. Um, Little Drummer Boy. (laughs) Okay. Get a job, you bum, 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 bum. (laughs) That's the first one. Okay. (laughs) Do you like that? (laughs) I I love it. Love it. Here's another one. Silent, Silent Night. Silent Farts. 
Deadly farts. All is calm, not for long. <laughs> okay, interesting choice. And this is the third one. Okay. Uh oh. Oh man, I can't believe I'm gonna sing this. Whatever. Sorry, oh. mom. Sorry, mom and dad. Blue balls, blue balls. Ooh. It's dollar night at the titty club. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. I, uh, I don't think that one's Jesus approved. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I i've literally never heard those i'm sorry i didn't even know they were a thing i'm sorry mom uh the last one jex jack jex jex and fox yeah. jeff foxworthy's uh 12 days of christmas um mm. you would think that would be the regular uh vibe but in reality the true song is 12 pack of bud 11 wrestling tickets 10 of copenhagen nine years probation eight table dancers seven packs of redmond six kansas spam five flannel shirts four big mud tires three shotgun shells two hunting dogs and some parts to a mustang gt i like the ending the ending i think was the best part of that the mustang GT. when i was done singing no no i'm actually at the mustang gt part yeah, so uh, shout out to my brother Phil. He loves singing that uh, the twelve day twelve days of redneck Christmas. Have been enlightened to a new genre of Christmas music. What is that? K-pop? No, the ones what you oh, just sang. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I saw you had your phone, and I'm like, oh, Matt has some new music no. that we don't know of. So <laughs> no, uh, I do have two more. One of the yeah, though. hit me. They are newer ones. Okay, uh, Christmas Tree Farm by Taylor Swift is a banger. Really good. I'm not that's, just saying that because I'm a T Swift lover. That's the new uh, album, right? Uh, no, it just came out last year. Last year, my bad. Yes, very good. And then the Joe Bros have one. I hear. I heard that. Uh, before. Like it's Christmas is the name yeah. of the song. Pretty good. It is pretty, pretty good. good. Shout out to Lori who turned me on to the song. Ah oh, man, Joe Bros. Um, that's pretty much all I got. Okay. Uh, we're we're forgetting uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Ranger. Yes, I mean I kind of presented that in a way with the yeah. spanish version but True. um but no matt you kind of you and i kind of have uh, a little bit of same taste in christmas music um but also big shout out to to honesdale pa for walking in a winter wonderland because that's where it was originally mm. written that is also a classic very much classic yes um wow what what a, what a vibe man i'm already in the christmas spirit already we're talking about christmas songs it just puts you in a good mood. It just does. Especially the 12 Days of Redneck Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, did you ever hear on the radio the 12 Things I Hate About Christmas? I believe I have. It is but hysterical. The, the guy's like, if you don't like the lights, you put them up. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's so funny. Like, guy's like paying his taxes. It, it's, oh, it's yeah. Yep. Uh, I think. Uh, yep. Yeah, it's I don't know the actual name, bit. but it's it's a it's classic. Yeah. No, for sure. But maybe if you're having some christmas carols or singing some christmas songs don't sing it in a group because singing actually transpires possibly covid so please Correct. don't do that in a group good um, call however back in the day when things were appropriate there were some christmas traditions that you and i would p- possibly participate in um and there's some traditions that we know of that certainly um we don't do um as part of our own family uh, one thing in particular I'll start off is that um, Jenna's family does the hide the pickle in the Christmas tree. So you, know, you never heard that. So an it's a actual, tradition. An actual pickle? No, like it's not pickle? an actual pickle. Oh, okay. <laughs> so um, what it is, it's an ornament. 
And they don't oh, okay. put it up until the night before Christmas when the girls head to bed. And when they wake up, they have to find the pickle. And whoever finds the pickle gets a special gift. So last year, Jenna found the pickle and she got a margarita kit. <laughs> oh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. So like that. this past weekend, I was over at Jenna's house and there was a wreath that was sitting at the door and the pickle was hung up on it. I said, I found the pickle. Where's my gift? <laughs> did you get the gift? I did it because they're like, no, you got to wait till Christmas. And I'm like, oh, well, I still nice. found it. That's true. That's a good loophole. That's a pretty good loophole. I found it first. <laughs> Do you know any Christmas traditions? Um, we usually, other than the normal, like, you know, when when we were younger, like in elementary school, dad would be like, don't wake us up before eight. And then dad would make coffee. Yes, coffee is always coffee, the number one thing Which for now it's funny because, like, as a kid, I was like, oh, do you really need coffee? And now I'm, like, well, now 20. You and, like, now I don't really care, like, exactly what I get for Christmas. But, like, I'm not open at present before I have a cup of coffee now. Um, the only other tradition I can really remember is, like, we always used to just not make a breakfast. We'd just eat, like, cookie and, like, cookies and brownies for breakfast. Cook. Cookies and brownies? Cookies and brownies. Oh, my yeah. God. That was That's our breakfast. Fabulous. And then we'd have, like, a little lunch and then a big dinner. Did you used to put milk and cookies out in front of the tree? Oh, absolutely. And carrots. Yeah. Carrots, carrots for the reindeer. Carrots, yep. yeah. Carrots for the gotta reindeer. Got to gotta think of Rudy, Rudy. and good old Dancer. Um, and then uh, the only other tradition we used to have, uh, we'd just get together with my dad's side on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Usually we would either go to 4 o'clock Christmas Eve mass and then go over. Or lately we were doing, before COVID, we'd go to the, the family party and then we'd do midnight mass. Yeah, I, I that's like a thing for for most people is doing mm-hmm. um you know midnight mass. But yeah. previously, before what I uh, what we used to do was um we used to go to a church that we didn't uh, church we didn't belong to, but like a church we don't actively participate in the congregation with, um but we know of it. So we usually attended that, and then we went to my dad's side of the family for Christmas Eve, and then Christmas Day. We would wake up, open presents, and then we would have o- head over to my mom's side of the family where we did dinner, lunch, and lunch for dinner. Yep. Dinner for lunch. <laughs> um, but as far as that, we used to do milk and cookies. I think my dad put a can of Miller Lite in, on, like, in supplement for that that's, the one time. I'm not 100% awesome. sure. <laughs> um, that's amazing. But, you know, I... It's going to be weird, Matt. I mean, it's kind of like one of those oh, yeah. things where everyone participates in, and now you kind of have to find a way to figure out what exactly you're going to do now that COVID is around. Um, what I've been seeing a lot, fascinatingly enough, is people um, recording on Zoom and then putting their like if it's if it's a caroling group, like putting their recordings and bringing them together. Like I find those fascinating, and I really think they should do it even after this situation settles yeah i think i think zoom's probably going to be a big one for christmas eve and christmas day since people won't be able to get together with you know their loved ones or friends and family things like that nature um you know it's it's a it's a weird time for sure but it's really time to realize the true meaning of christmas is just love and support for everyone and that's that's something we can all get behind in 2020 no you're absolutely right mike mike matt mike Mike, Matt. God, nice. you're the one who's drinking the beer. I'm the one who's yeah. having a Dunkin' here. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> um, but you're right, Matt. I mean, if there's anything that, that you could do is you can call somebody. You can call your grandma. You can call your grandpa. You can call your family. You can text your family. Like, you could literally, if there's a cha- if you're listening to this now, and if there's a challenge that we can ask you to do, 
is literally text a family member who you don't text often and just say, hey, have a Merry Christmas or or whatever you celebrate. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, yep. New Year, Boxing Day, um, and all of that. So that's, yeah. you know. And cool. even not just family members. I know every year we always do this, but we always text their college friends in a group chat. Um, you know, it's something that we don't talk to them all the time. But it's just nice to, to you know, reconnect with them on a special day and let them know you're thinking of them. Absolutely. Jingling. The jingle. <laughs> um, I do want to bring up uh, something that I don't think you are aware of, Matt, uh, okay. that I used to be in high school. And I told Jenna about this, and she was super fascinated by it. Uh, back in high school when we did t- television productions, uh, my freshman year, God, way back when, 2010, 10 years ago, a decade ago. Okay. I we were doing bits like we had to do bits for our television show yeah and we had to do a commercial and we had a mistletoe that was in the props closet uh steve who was one of my classmates was put on an elf hat and hold that mistletoe i was then dubbed mr mistletoe oh Interesting. So, <laughs> that is your new nickname for now on, what? Mr. Mistletoe. <laughs> it's not my new nickname. It's an no, old nickname. Uh, well. <laughs> um, so my responsibilities as Mr. Mistletoe is bringing love together whenever it's needed. So it would literally be standing, literally, um, if I see two people that are conversing that I think are a good fit, I would find my chair, put my chair down, stand up on the chair, and hold the mistletoe over them. And wow. Wow. Mr. Mistletoe, 60, it's like, 60% it's like of the time. like Cupid and Christmas put into one. 60% of the time, it works every time. Yeah, that's a fact. That's logic you can't you can't argue with. It's literally what we said of the commercial. That's amazing. You literally are like Cupid, but in an elf costume. Right. Yeah. I mean, well, literally, I think the, uh, I guess the, 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 call, the call line was, um, do you not have the, the looks of Brad Pitt or Megan Fox? Hire Mr. Mistletoe. This is because 60 percent of the time it works every time. <laughs> That's amazing. I love oh that. I love that class. That was so much fun. Which then sparked the rest of my career. And boom, now Mr. Mistletoe, are. and <laughs> the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt, we're gonna talk last because I feel like we're in a giving mood, and sometimes financially we're we're not up there. But just knowing what possibilities could happen. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about today um, was if you had unlimited money, what would we get each other? Mm, it's a tough one. Really? Unlimited money. Uh-huh. Well, you got to think about this. Um, let's see. I'll go first. Okay. Unlimited money. Okay, as a joint gift, our own podcast studio. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll yes, participate in that. That's a good one. <laughs> and it, included with that would be, like, better streaming equipment, like a la- actual streaming laptop with, like, maybe a streaming, one of those light-up keyboards, like the streaming keyboards that light up, like, pink and green and purple and all that fun stuff. Um, and just, what else? Hmm. Lifetime supply of Reese's? Yes. I don't know if that's a thing, but I would do that. Hey, unlimited money. Unlimited yep. power. Um, I'll throw in Anchorman on Blu-ray. Why um, Blu-ray? <laughs> I don't know. Well, people don't watch DVDs anymore. Yeah, but they watch it streaming, not on Blu- I don't well, even know if Blu-ray It's a collector's item. Shut, <laughs> oh, up, collector's and, item. shut up and take the gift. It's a collector's <laughs> item. Uh, what else? Uh, Cole, now you said that. 
Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. You wanted to hear what I wanted to get you? What? I wanted to buy you a private jet. What? That. You're a season ticket pass holder for the Phoenix Suns. From oh, okay, yeah, I'm Anywhere down. you yeah. go. Anywhere you go, you get a front row seat, no matter if they're home or away, and that private jet takes you wherever you want. Yeah, now we're game. talking. <laughs> now we're talking. I was like, come on. That's, because literally this kid texts me as I'm trying to Christmas shop. He goes, yo, do you want to play Fortnite? And I said, I'm shopping right now. And he goes, well, I have to watch the Suns at 9. Sun, and I'm like. Sun, Chris Paul is making his debut. I had yes, no other choice. He did. And I'm sure we'll be talking about that later in the show. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, what else? I would maybe actually be able to afford a Rey Mysterio cameo. Oh, I thought you were going to say a ring. And I'm like, no, Matt. No. no. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, you never know. Right. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, a Rey Mysterio cameo. Um, I'd have... Or like front, a front stage pass to like WrestleMania. Because I'm the, still infatuated. Okay, in the, the past. past. Yeah. <laughs> so a time I would machine. Inv- I would buy you a time machine, <laughs> and then you can sit front row at every single WrestleMania that you ever watched. That'd be sick, man. There is, I did buy WrestleMania when Mysterio won the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, I, I We bought that pay-per-view to watch oh, really? it. Yeah, it was so cool. It was really, really cool. Um, very cool moment, too, because that was his first time ever winning the World Heavyweight Championship. So... Um, I'm trying to think. You also, wow. I mean, I literally thought that Phoenix Suns thing. I'm like, he would love that. That would that would be genius. <laughs> How about an apartment for rent, and the rent would be paid off? Yeah, I like next that a lot. to the studio. <laughs> I like that a lot. Or just an apartment Actually, that has a studio in it. Or or a uh, what do you call that? A duplex, like a duplex that has yes. two separate entrances. A duplex. Yep. So actually, a a, a triplex. Yeah. A triplex apartment has space for you, has space for me, and has space for the the studio. <laughs> studio and the studio is on the basement with soundproof. Yes, uh, soundproofing surrounding. I don't know what acoustic that, foam. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's actually a difference between. Uh, yeah, I won't even get into it. But like, there's acoustic foam, and then there's like noise reduction. There's there's a whole bunch of things. But nerd alert, nerd alert, alert. <laughs> elf alert, elf alert. <laughs> <laughs> While while we're on the subject of elf, did you ever? This is totally off topic. Yeah, go, did you ever? Did you ever play elf elf bowling? Elf elf bowling. Yeah, it was a that, website. Oh my a gosh, the greatest Christmas game of all time. It was like these little elves would be the pins, and you had to go bowling. And every time you'd get it, throw it in the gutter, they'd be like gutter ball. Oh, it was, <laughs> I played it for hours. It was amazing. Um, did you that, do anything interesting? Like, I I know we're kind of like bouncing around topics because we you know. Of course, it's Christmas. did you do anything like, I mean, I know you dressed up um, like when you went to the Finger Lakes, but did you do anything else specifically? Like, were you a, ever, I was an elf. Like, I surprised my grandparents as an elf the one time. Oh, I put a mask, cool. put a mask over my face, and then apparently I had to talk in a very high voice. It was not fun. We used to have Santa come once in a while on Christmas Eve to our family things. Yeah, we had like a, uh, well, for kids, any kids that are listening, Santa Israel. Yes, but we had a you had, Santa. You scheduled, we had scheduled a, Santa visit. A, yes, yes, he, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's better than what I was going to say. Uh, we had him come. <laughs> we had a. We had a. Fake a I was going to say a Santa imposter. <laughs> Santa that uh, smells like beef and cheese. Yes, you smell like beef and cheese. You don't smell like Santa. Uh, but he used to come once in a while in Christmas and give presents and stuff like that. Um, but no, I never dressed up as an elf before. Right now. Yeah, until right now. Uh, 
Yeah, you actually participated, believe it or not, in a uh, a gift exchange, like a Secret Santa on Zoom. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did this this uh, last weekend. Uh, it was different than usual, uh, but it worked out pretty well. And it was just nice again to to get together with some friends uh, via Zoom and just talk and catch up. What'd you get? I actually got a very cool gift from my friend Aaron. Okay. Uh, if I didn't have my headphones in, I would pick up yeah, and grab okay. it. You could. You uh, it's it. like a. It's called a Chilsner. So it's two metal, like kind of like metal rods uh-huh. that you put in the freezer. And then when you crack open the beer bottle, mostly a bottle, you take a few sips out of it, oh, put that in there, it keeps wow. it chilled. But like, I thought it was just something you plop in, but you actually screw it on the bottle and then you just drink right from that. But it's frozen, it... so it keeps the beer cold. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty sick. <laughs> pretty sick. I, I'm now a part of the Yeti gang now because of my boss getting me a, a Yeti. So yeah, and Yeti, it's engraved. Yetis are the way to go. My initials are engraved in it. So that's for sure. That is pretty cool. Engraved Yetis are pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, holds about two two pills. There's two Miller Lights, so it's perfect ratio. Um, Matt, I I did have to. I do have to relay a message to you. I Uh-oh. please don't shoot the messenger. But Uh-oh. one of our quote friends slash uh, person who just saw a few minutes of it because he doesn't listen to the podcast said that uh, <laughs> that um, you had to. Uh, he's gonna buy you some things that you can replace in your background. For the the Yankee shit that's behind you. <laughs> oh well, you know what? I am looking for a wall decor because uh, I need some more like more truer stuff. But no, that stuff's not leaving. Unfortunately, it's not it's, leaving. It would be Phillies that he would. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's a hard pass. Hard pass. I was like, I'll be sure to let him know in the next podcast. <laughs> I, will, I will decline that invitation. <laughs> Well, Matt, I, I find this so enjoyable that we get to celebrate Christmas kind of early. And, you know, to be completely honest, it kind of feels like it's Christmas and, you know, not in the sense where it's COVID. Like it truly felt just talking about and reminiscing and being nostalgic of everything. It's felt like Christmas. Especially since tomorrow or Wednesday was supposed to be having a nor'easter. At the time it was recording. Yes, at the time it was recording. Uh, like a foot to a foot and a half. So I'm... Uh, everyone stay safe. Yes, I'm apparently trying to get a theater chair tomorrow. Um, I will have to double check that after our recording to make sure yeah. that's coming tomorrow. Yeah, so... I would. I would double check on that. <laughs> I, and plus, like, I'm working from home too, and I, I just don't know, bro. Like, get your shovels ready. Oh yeah, it is dude. officially shovel season. Shovel season and snowblower season. Yes, yes. Yeah, crazy stuff. And crazy generator stuff. season if you lose power. Hopefully that doesn't happen. <laughs> Hopefully. Oh, you know what we get each other? Batteries. Yeah. I feel like everybody always needs batteries, and then you just never have any to find. Not just any battery, a battery generator. Also so, true. Yeah. So what you would do is you would literally plug the two most important things that you would need, and the A, when you do have power, it acts as an extension cable or a surge protector, but then when your power goes out, that kicks in, and then you still have power running. That's perfect. That's oh, absolutely yeah. genius. Genius. Absolutely genius. So uh, when we come back, we're taking a quick break. When we come back, Matt has the sports topics. You don't want to go anywhere. Okay, let's slide into the sports segments for today. Let's start with Thursday Night Football Prediction. Last week, I gave you a winner. Rams beat the Patriots. This week is the Chargers Raiders. Uh, I'm not too interested in this game, so I will just say Raiders 34, Chargers 27. And speaking of football, we had weird news, weird football news today. So playoffs are upcoming. We'll see if there's a bubble. As of now, there's not. However, 
the league had an announcement today that as they will be broadcasting all the playoff games on the usual channels, Fox, NBC, uh, CBS, ESPN, there's a new station that's going to be covering a game, and it's Nickelodeon. Yes, you heard that right. Nickelodeon is going to be broadcasting one of the AFC wildcard games. I would imagine it's going to be the first game of the playoffs because that's usually the ESPN game, and it's usually a crappy, the most crappy game of the weekend. Uh, and if you're wondering how different football is going to look on Nickelodeon, well, it's going to be pretty different. Uh, there is going to be SpongeBob in the goalposts. Yeah, he's going to be like covering in the goalposts. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> uh, there's going to be slime that follows the ball when it gets thrown. And when people get tackled, there's going to be like animations that pop up. And then they're going to give the players googly eyes. Oh. <laughs> what the hell i, I don't like what I, could, I have some thoughts but okay. i want to hear yours first um well i okay here's the first thing that came to my head um do you, do you remember when you were a kid you watch nickelodeon a lot oh i love nickelodeon do you remember back then before there were any like computers or like phones that were like totally making like our everyday life it like nickelodeon had its day of play where yes. they literally weren't running any channels and like you literally were like go outside and play yep. and you would just switch on, on over to Cartoon Network. But <laughs> yeah, um, it kind of feels like that to me. If you're really not into football, you're kind of screwed for the rest of the day on Nickelodeon. Also, what parent is going to be like, have the kid come up and be like, Daddy, can we watch the game on Nickelodeon? No parent's going to sit through that. That's going to be awful. And also, can you imagine... They show a replay of a player getting tackled with googly eyes, and all of a sudden he twists his ankle. Yeah, I, I can only imagine so the an- I can only imagine the injuries that occur and all of that. So, do you think- yeah, like what, what happens if someone gets like a helmet to helmet contact, and you just show like four replays on Nickelodeon? All I can see now is Barstool getting video footage and getting recaps and just tweeting it out, or Barstool or Big Cat just uh, retweeting the stuff, being like, "What is going on?" <laughs> Now, what they should do if they want adults to actually watch this game on Nickelodeon with their kids, strippers. You get, what? You get Bob Men. No, you get Bob Menery. You know who Bob Menery is. Bob is. You've, but you've probably seen. He's like a a Twitter guy that does funny commentary. Okay. Yes. And you get and yes. you get Pat McAfee. You put those two together in a booth on Nickelodeon. That's must watch TV. And must watch TV. Live bad lip reading. Yes, that would be a good one too. Like in between commercials, like. It'd be tough, but like you do something at halftime for the first half of the game, that would be funny. This can't. This is gonna end bad. Uh, yeah, I don't see the the purpose of it because. Yeah. So here's the thing: if you're watching Nickelodeon, you're either between the ages of two, right? Felt like people can start watching around two ish, three, three, three or four. four, yeah, five. Okay, let's go five. Let's go five. Yeah, five to twenty-five because absolutely. Hey, so we still SpongeBob. watch SpongeBob. Yep. <laughs> If you're interested in football, there she goes again. <laughs> My Google going off again. Um, if a, a, a person is interested in football, they'd already be going and watching the game on NFL or ESPN or ABC or NBC because they're interested in football. Why are you now trying to shove it down the throats of a lot of children? That sounds really bad. Uh, a, a, why are you trying to put it in their face as far as, hey, watch football? What, what if I don't want to watch football? Like, if right. I was interested in football, I think my parents, like, baseball. I love baseball. 
loved baseball as a kid. We watched the Yes Network. We watched the Yankees. We didn't have to watch it on Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, or the Disney Channel in order for us to gain interest for it. We already gained interest to begin with because it's by influence. So this was just I, – I don't see the purpose behind this. I will say there's one thing that can make this good and only one thing. They do not play Sweet Victory at halftime. Oh, my God. The this is over. Ball. It has to be. The if they play ball. Sweet Victory, if they play Sweet Victory at halftime, keep this going every year. I'm fine with that. Or if they get it to play at the Super Bowl, we need Sweet Victory played during halftime of a playoff game. We need it. We absolutely need it. I and then, wholeheartedly agree. Yes. The other big football news of the week, uh, last night, as of this recording, so this past Monday, Ravens-Browns played on Monday Night Football. Was probably the best game of the year. Just an insane game. One of the best Monday Night Football games of all time. Ravens came back to win 45-42. The big story, in the middle, I think it was middle of the third quarter, late third quarter, Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson, reigning MVP of the league, had to leave the game because he had to poop. <laughs> he, just, he had to take a dump during the game. Uh, they tried blaming it that it was a cramp. Did you? I, I think I sent you the video of him running the locker room. Yeah, he looked like he was in pain. Yeah, he he did not have a cramp. He just said he had poop. <laughs> he had to poop. Like he was, if you didn't see it, he was running in the hallway of the locker room, and as he gets to the door, he sees someone like coming in like the other side, and he's motioning him like, "Come on, come on, let's go! I gotta go!" And just came in, and then he came back in the game and won the game for him. I think we can all understand what it's like to hold the poop and then try to run to the bathroom, and then you are not finding any avenue to go poop, and it's just. Just a shit show. I'm just going to say right now. Especially <laughs> during a, uh, like a sporting event. At one point or another, you've played a sporting event where you've had old and poop. And it's not a, it's not a comfortable feeling. Uh, I mean, not even football. Just any, any time yeah, any in sport. <laughs> Baseball. It was funny. They asked him after the game if he pulled Paul Pierce. And now, I, I, I sent you that last night. You didn't know this full I, story. I, now that I've finally researched enough, yes, I do remember Okay, so it. for those who don't know, Paul Pierce famously... I believe it was game one of the NBA Finals against the Lakers. Left the game because he pooped his pants and then was either taken off the court or brought back on the court in a wheelchair. And it took him nine years to finally admit that he pooped his pants. So Lamar (laughs) Jackson said after the game that he did not pull a Paul Pierce. However, at some point in his career, I fully expect a news story that reads, nine years later, Lamar Jackson confirms he had a poop during Monday Night Football. Um, this, this is just, you know, I, I feel like I would respect it more if he just admitted it. Be like, yeah, I had to go. Like, what's the big deal? Like, it's, no one believes he had a cramp. And it's human, too. It's not like yeah. he's some doing some unnatural thing. Like, literally, when you got to poop, you got to poop. <laughs> poop. Like, I think even in between, Matt, I think you and I are, are pretty committed to actually doing the full hour of our podcast, sometimes a little bit more. But even at times, like, if we do have to go to the bathroom, like, we do hold it. But I feel like if we really, really had to, you could be like, I got to poop. <laughs> Listen, everybody does it. Like, no one should be – we don't poop shame. No. Like, even when you got to go, you got to go. We don't shame poop. Yes. Poop shame. Uh, let's do a quick who tweeted. <laughs> this is about the Monday Night Football game. Okay. I think you might get this one. Okay. He is he's, – he's been a who tweeter – tweeted – Who tweeter? Respond uh, person before. Okay. Here's the tweet. Lamar Jackson proved why he was named MVP of the league last year. He came out of the locker room after being injured, really, went on a game-winning drive, and put his team in a position to win. 
Justin Tucker hit the game-winning field goal to seal the win. Who tweeted? Oh, that's so generic. It is a former basketball player. Former. Yes. So not playing anymore. Correct. And he had, we have done his tweets before. Magic Johnson? It is Magic Johnson. Yeah! Magic Johnson tweets are back. That was just like, he's, I feel like he just writes news articles and just tweets them. <laughs> like, it's pointless. Speaking of poop, <laughs> playoff poo-poo, playoff pee-pee, Paul George, whatever you want to call him. That was great. Was in the news yet again. Yeah, I was proud of myself that one. <laughs> is in the news yet again. The Clippers gave him a new contract extension. Four years, $190 million, And I don't know why. I just, I don't have any words for this. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I we discussed before the podcast of doing, like, not doing, but I wanted to let you know that Giannis signed a, a super max contract mm-hmm. with uh, the Bucks to $122 million? Or uh, 212? Five years, 228. 228 million, five yeah. years. Um, I could see that i know you probably have some thoughts yeah i can see that that better than paul pierce getting this contract extension this massive contract extension with clippers he didn't do anything he's choked in the playoffs every time he's made the playoffs i this makes like i understand that like he's a i'm not trying to say he sucks he's a good player he's he's decent he's never going to be in the number one on a team but he can help you win games however after the team underperformed in the playoffs and after you had a little bit of roster deconstruction, like if this doesn't work out again next year, I feel like that would be a good time to move off him. How many years? Uh, he's got another five years. Yeah. And Kawhi's not even signed that long. What if Kawhi leaves and then you're stuck with Paul George as your best player? I, I, I understand they gave up like five first-round picks for him. It's a, like that timing doesn't make sense. And then also, did you see his interview he did afterwards? I didn't. He was on some podcast. And talking about how he feels like he's back to being himself again, and he's with his trainer he had during his MVP season. Paul George, you never won an MVP. No, you never won. An he MVP. was an MVP finalist. <laughs> you finished third, but that doesn't mean you can call it your MVP season. Uh, yeah, I took a hot side. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Which no. <laughs> That's like the Denver Nuggets saying they're trying to repeat their championship season when they lost in the conference finals. You, Hello, you're well. not even close. Not even close, buddy. Uh, you did mention Giannis. I like the Giannis extension for three reasons. I like it for him because he's making $128 million. I don't think that's a bad thing for anyone. I like it for the Bucks because they get to be a relevant team for the next six years. If he's healthy. If he's healthy. I also love it for the league itself because it's a superstar that didn't go to L.A. He didn't go to Miami. He didn't go to New York. He's staying in the small market team, and it's kind of giving these guys hopes that if you draft the right player and you can compete and build the team around them, you can keep your stars. Like, that's a problem the league had for a while, and we're kind of seeing it in Phoenix. You know, they want to build around Devin Booker, the bringing Chris Paul. Atlanta, we're going to talk about the season preview later, but Atlanta Hawks, Trey Young had a good season. They're building a team around him. Like, it's they got to give small market teams a chance to compete. And also, too, that some of the like Trey Young for example or even Devin Booker I'll I'll throw him in that category they're going to be the next like people we talk about the most in the NBA when LeBron and you know Anthony Davis and Paul George Kawhi like all those people leave like we're going to start seeing them 
racking up more notoriety within that and having that opportunity where you get to kind of stay a little bit grounded for a little bit for the most part and make an honest living, a decent living. Like, I don't think there's there's anything wrong with, with that at all. Yeah, it's it's kind of gets boring watching the same teams when they make the playoffs, make the conference finals, make the NBA finals. It's It'd be nice to see some smaller market teams just have an actual chance. As much as I liked seeing the Cavaliers hit the finals every for the past what was it four years at one point yeah but like they played against the golden state warriors every time that was tough four years of the same it kind of made you think like is the league even that good or is it just like a few guys that play together good like it it wasn't even competitive like it was the playoffs were not competitive for the warriors until they got to the finals and same thing for the Cavs. the Cavs rolled through the east for like four straight years lebron rolled through the east east for like eight years yeah it was crazy uh, it should be an exciting season, and since we won't, uh, the season actually starts next week, so we're in the preseason right now. I believe December 22nd starts the regular season, so we are going to do a little season preview because it is just our favorite sport. So we have a few topics we're going to touch on, a few different talking points. Uh, Mike, I have I have a list of some things, but I'm going to throw first to you for all of these. So give me a, a team that's kind of flying under the radar you think that might might be surprising some people uh, it's they're not under the radar but certainly we don't know the true potential yet but the Brooklyn Nets okay is one i mean obviously having durant healthy and kyrie irving both healthy we know their superstardom potential but we don't know how the team potential is i did see highlights from their season opener when durant and kyrie were able to play with each other and I don't know, man. It's starting to look kind of ugly in the East as far as competition. So I'd be curious to see how they they perform this year, and I hope they make it pretty far. Yeah, Kyrie's had an interesting week. Got fined for not talking to the media, and then finally talked to the media. It was like he's he's having a rough week. But I, I like the choice. Uh, so I have a good surprise team would be Atlanta. I think they had okay. a pretty good free agency, and we'll see if Trey Young can take the next step. And then I have two bad surprises. So teams that are going to fall off, Houston Rockets, I ex- just because I expect them to trade yeah. James Harden at some point, and Indiana, Indiana Pacers. I feel like there was a lot of rumors about guys being traded, and then they didn't trade anyone, and they got a new coach, so I'm going to watch out for that. Uh, MVP, who do you think's winning the MVP this year? I would probably, not to jump on the wagon, but LeBron probably in most cases, just because he had a fabulous season this past one in the condensed version of the bubble season. But, you know, for him riding that high, I, I think if he continues to do what he's doing and keeps his regimen, I feel like he's going to get another MVP under his belt. That's who I have probably winning it. I think it's going to be a, a three-man race. I think it's either going to be LeBron, Luka. Yes. I just don't think Luka's team record is going to be high enough. Uh-huh. And then Damian Lillard. Oh. I actually think Damian has... That's I, a, I could I could honestly see Damian getting MVP. I don't want to say that's an iron horse, but that's a that's dark quite horse. The, the the dark horse. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Iron I, I dark. Think, I think he's gonna go off. Like, yeah, go off. And that's then two other guys to watch out for: Kevin Durant if he's healthy, and Jason Tatum. Not Giannis. He's the one of the past two years, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's kind of getting to the LeBron and James Harden thing, where like, yeah, you could give it to these guys every year if you wanted to, but at some point. If, and they, they will vote for the playoffs. But if he keeps losing in the playoffs, his regular season stats yeah. aren't going to matter. They're not going to matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, uh, I came up with – so the playoff format's a little different this year. 
So the one through six teams automatically make it, and then seven through ten are going to play in a play-in tournament type of deal for the last two games. So I came up with my projected top ten in both, and then you can just stop me at any point you want to say something. Yep. Okay. So we'll start with the East. Okay. Number one, the Boston Celtics. So this is where I think the regular season is going to end, not not the total ending. Yep. So Celtics one, Milwaukee Bucks two, Brooklyn Nets three, Miami Heat four, Toronto Raptors five. That that heat placement, that's I'm surprised too low or too high. It's too low. You think they're going to be higher? A little bit. I I don't think they got a lot better this off season. Like they're the same team, and they lost Jay Crowder. Like they lost uh, okay. who else did they lose? Another old player. So right. I I I also think like I I don't totally trust them because like the bubble was so weird. Mm-hmm. In a okay. sense, I believe you. Uh, Philly six, and then I have Washington Wizards at seven. Philly, you said Phillies. Uh, Philadelphia 76ers at six. Washington Wizards seven. <laughs> Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta Hawks number eight. And then making the play-in tournament, but not the playoffs, Indiana Pacers, Detroit Pistons. Okay. Sorry, I have to pull up a screenshot that I took a while ago. Oh, it, was a, it was a baseball um, news story. Oh, gosh. I hope I have it because it, it was – it's okay. So, <laughs> so uh it, it's a uh, it, it's a baseball story, okay. but here is the social media post. Toronto Raptors pitcher Marcus Stroman has been traded to the New York Mets. A source confirmed Jeff Passan. <laughs> First comment: I'm hoping my Padres can pick up Kyle Lowry. I think he'd be an awesome closer. Come on, Sports Center, can't even proofread something before sending. That was Sports Center. <laughs> that was oh Sports my, Center. <laughs> oh my gosh, ESPN's going down. That, that's just. <laughs> That's, when you said bad. that, I thought I just I immediately thought of the story. It's hilarious. So, oh my gosh, um, your standings like I, I see again. We don't know what the Eastern Conference is going to look like because there's so many toss up teams at the moment that we just don't know how well they're going to do. No, I, I agree. It, it all depends on how Brooklyn meshes together. Um, you know, the Celtics I think will be play a little better. We don't know about Miami. We don't know about what's going to happen with Philly. Uh, Milwaukee, like they got Drew Holiday, is that going to be a big addition? We don't know. Like, there's a lot of a lot of factors. Let's do the West again. Stop me anytime you want to interject. Yep. Number one, the Lakers. Two, the Clippers. What? No, I'm just very surprised with number two being the Clippers. Okay. Then you're not going to like three. Number three, the Suns. No, I'm okay with that. Okay. Four, I got Portland Trailblazers. They got good. They got they get their yeah. bench got very good. Uh number five, Denver Nuggets. Number six, Dallas Mavericks. I have the Warriors at seven. I have the Jazz at eight. I would flip Jazz and Warriors. See, I would be more inclined to flip the Mavericks and the Warriors. Okay. I, I think. I, I'm not very high on Utah. And then making the playing tournament but not the playoffs, Pelicans and the Timberwolves. I mean that's pretty fair. You yeah. got you know Pelicans, Zion possibly coming back for another season, and yeah, you know. I think th- I think they still need another year to mesh to get together and build chemistry. For they the have, next year. they haven't played enough to figure right. out their their mojo, right? Um, so then let's do Eastern Conference Finals predictions. I will let you go first. 
Uh, I see. I. It's either between the Nets or who was number two that you had? The Bucks. Yeah, Bucks or Bucks or Nets. Like okay. I literally see them going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Okay. I have the Nets and the Celtics, which I think would be fun. Kyrie against that Boston. That would be interesting. Low revenge. Yes, I'll go first in the West. I have the Suns and the Lakers. <laughs> Very high in the Suns. I'm calling <laughs> a shot. Yeah. Calling a shot. They're not going to beat the Lakers, but they will get past the Clippers. Uh, Western Conference Finals. I'm thinking. You know, it'd be really cool. Now I'm calling my shot. Okay. Um, Lakers and Mavericks. Oh, okay. You think Luca's taking the big jump? I see. I love Luca. I just don't love the team around him. Right. But Unless again, Porzingis gets, gets healthy. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> never know. This is the worst worst season where there's so many things happening and we don't even know what the heck is going Literally, on. Literally, because like there is there. Let me see how many teams. There's like eight teams that haven't played a regular season game since March. Like it's it's insane. Mm-hmm. And then let's do a quick finals prediction. Who's winning it? Lakers. You go first. Lakers. That's, Lakers. I have the Lakers over yeah. the Nets. <laughs> I, the Lakers just got so much better. It's not even fair. And, yeah, and they didn't even grab like. They didn't grab like star players like you got Chris Paul or or they got you know like they just got more reinforcement to the already good team that they already have going they, on. They, they cheated. I don't know how what they did. They cheated. <laughs> Rigged. So, that concludes the sports segments for today. It is time for take it. So for take it this week, we're going back to Christmas. We're going to do a little bit of a Christmas frenzy. Uh, so I have four things that we'll touch on as soon as I pull them up on my phone. Let's start with the best Christmas movie. Oh. <laughs> and if you know me, you know I'm going I know how you're going Elf. 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 <laughs> I, I, you can watch Elf at any point in the year and laugh and be happy. Like Elf is just it's the most joyful movie of all time. Well, I found out my significant other's family is not a big fan of this movie, but uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas when Jim Carrey starred as the Grinch. I like the animated version a lot better. I'm not a huge so fan. So the original one? The original, Because yes, the there's another yes, reanimated I one. I haven't seen the new animated one. Which I like the original a lot better. I think I, – I get it. Having that original story with How the, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, but God, Jim Carrey – I my one of my favorite actors besides Will Ferrell, like he did a phenomenal job. Which also I found out you're familiar with the the show. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I ever told you this. Do you remember the scene when he was like, "But what would I wear?" And he yes. like runs over to his table with a bunch of china and and uh, silverware, and he rips it off and perfect set on the table, and he comes back and messes it up. Did you know that was a mistake? Really? Uh huh. Like, no it was way. literally meant to, like, him wrecking it, but he pulled it so hard it all stayed on the table. <laughs> so that's, that's why he fir- came back and he messed it all up. <laughs> that's freaking awesome. <laughs> I love it. I, I, I don't know. Like, I, he creeps me out in that movie. Like, I don't like the look of the Grinch in, in live action. Can I can I ask you, and, and, and I want your sure. take on this. It's not saying I'm unaware of it. Okay. What's the, the main theme of Elf? What's the main theme of Elf? What do, what do you mean theme? Like... What what's the story? Not like what's the story, like what happens in the story, but what's the overall theme with the story? Ooh, that's a tough one. I never really thought of Elf on a psychological Shelf. level. Um, <laughs> what is the theme? I would just say like maybe redemption. Really? 
Yeah, I don't know. I just kind of threw that out there because, like, he starts off like not wanting to be an elf, and he can't live as a human. Then Buddy kind of has like a not a breakdown, but he just kind of runs away because he doesn't know what to do. And then he kind of saves the day. He saves Santa. He helps bring his family closer. Okay. It pulled that out of my ass. I know you did. <laughs> yes. Uh, any other Christmas classic movies while we're on the? No, I'm. No, I, I love uh, the Santa. Rudolph. I love the Santa Claus. Rudolph, Rudolph too. I love the Santa Claus series with Tim Allen. Those are good ones. Uh, the next one. The best Christmas cookie. Ooh. Or cookies to eat on Christmas. Okay, I hot take. I do not like gingerbread. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Okay. They're not my fave. Uh, I'm cool with, like, the sugar cookies with the icing. Like, that's not, like, the ones that you come in the box and there's, like, six of them. And I usually take, like, two a day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but more preferably, like the the nice decorated Christmas cookies with the sugar, the the, the icing on top of them. It's a good choice. Um, if you never had my mom's chocolate chip cookies, you don't <laughs> understand this, but they are literally crack in a cookie. <laughs> it's, it's phenomenal. Um, your mom does put crack in the cookie. No, no. <laughs> well, I want to state on the record that my mother does not put crack, crack in her chocolate chip cookies. I want, I want that on the record. <laughs> When it tweeted, and don't come at me about that. I'll uh, I'll uh, edit that out. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. uh, I also like the cutout cookies. Yeah, like the yes. like the the shapes. Yes, yeah, those. Like you uh, can you can make um, what do you call it? You can make those uh, like those cookies, the sugar cookies with the icing. Yes, absolutely. And then the peanut butter kiss cookies with a Hershey kiss on top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you ever have Reese's with those? Molasses cookies. Did you? Did you mol- get? Oh, Did the Reese's that? ones. Yes, Reese's, Reese's ones, ones yeah. are the bomb. Mm-hmm. Reese's ones are the bomb. Uh, molasses. And I've become a fan of oatmeal raisin cookies. You know what? To be completely honest, I, I kind of am too. I'd rather if there was chocolate chip cookies and oatmeal raisin, I would definitely take the chocolate chip. But like somebody's like, here, oatmeal raisin. I'd be like, mine. 100%. I'm never going to turn down chocolate chip over something else. Oh. Uh, let's see. What else do I have? Uh, what do you? What's the best thing to wear on Christmas morning? Do you guys go, like, did you ever go, like, onesies or, like, matching family stuff? No. No? We find that weird. Yeah. We've just never done it. Like, I'm always just, like, when I was a kid, I used to be in, like, shorts and T-shirt. Now I'm in, like, sweatpants and a T-shirt. Jenna's sister, Margot, and I had a good discussion about, like, photo sessions, like, winter sessions, and everybody matching in the same clothing. Like, you you date not uh, date yourself you date yourself to the point where you can't use that photo only christmas like you can only use that photo for christmas you can't use it for anything else true but uh, if you're a family like you but only it, use it for christmas again that's the only time you and family get together so right. it was the call let's wear matching onesies like yeah i get it but at the same time like you really date yourself, and it's really hard to use that photo for anything else besides Christmas or holiday season. But you're coming from the person that uses photos from all times of the year for your job. Like, there's people that just post for Christmas. Listen. No, I'm just trying to give Watch a different it. perspective. <laughs> I'm just saying there's some people that only want to post it for Christmas. Please tell me when, when I did that. <laughs> what? Please tell me when I used a photo that wasn't for that, that time of the year. Well, no, I'm just saying you go back and use old photos. People don't always go back and use old photos. Like, for your job, like, you use photos from, like, the 1990s or, like, the 2000s. Right. Yes. Because 
what's my demographic, Matt? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is there's people that just want to post no, that for Christmas. There's no demographic for time here, like the, with the whole like photos. But what, do, like, but what do you mean you can't post it for another time? You... So let's say you're sending out Easter cards. Yes. Can you send out a Christmas onesie group pick for your no. for your Easter card? No. No. Okay, but but there's people that 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 Christmas cards are the top of the list. I've never heard of an Easter card. I, I'm just saying, like, I'm just putting that out there. Like, right, I would but... rather I would rather get a nice photo outside when there's snow that dates it still a little bit, but it can be used from November to March, April ish. Correct. I did not see this conversation coming. <laughs> However, what I'm trying to say is there's people that literally just only want to use it for Christmas. Right. But then how, like, by next year, what? Somebody has a kid. Somebody gets married. Somebody, yeah. like, there's all these things that happen. And now you all have to buy onesies. You have to buy more onesies for those people yeah. that join your family. Like, Absolutely. Absolutely. Because um, it sets a special, this was the 2020 Christmas. This was to, 2019 Christmas. To answer my question... Pajamas. Okay. <laughs> because I when really I open presents in the morning. Now, here's the thing. I specifically, I wear boxers to sleep. I do not wear boxers when I'm out opening presents because the camera's usually on. That's and a good point. Let's just say those boxers are kind of loose when it comes to sleeping. That, yeah. I like them. <laughs> you, don't need a, you don't need a TMZ article being no. about you. <laughs> and the last take it. This will be a pretty quick one because I think we both know this answer. Giving or receiving. Uh, giving. Yeah. I feel like once we came to college, like, receiving just kind of became like, eh, okay, that's nice. But it's all about giving. Uh, yeah. I mean, when you give so much, the one time you receive it is going to feel... Not saying that, like, that's a preference, but the one time you receive something, you are truly grateful for it. And, you know, it's a, it's a funny story. So my boss has always told me since I started working for her... Don't ever get me presents. It's not right for an employee to get something for their boss for Christmas. And I, thinking about it, yes, that's true. But I'm the only person who works for her at the moment. True. <laughs> so, like, you know, and not that I felt obligated, but, like, it, it just – it's it's me and her. Like, what else are you going to do? So, you know, I spent five bucks because she – she always asks me for her sh- for my chamois every morning, which is my microfiber cloth that I have in my office, mm. and she uses it all the time. So I put a nice card in, and you know, I said, "Enjoy your chamois." So now she has four chamois to, to work with now: one for her home, one for her car, one for her purse, and one for the office. So <laughs> it's the magic of Christmas. But even little things like that, like. I especially like, to the meaningful ones, like the ones where somebody actually took the time and think about what exactly you need, um, not want, need. Um, Jenna got me a really nice cold brew maker last Christmas. I've saved about $500 this year because I've been using cold brew. Yeah, Jenna did, the, Jenna did the math for me. I was like, can you just stop, please? <laughs> like, I, I love Duncan, but like, I don't like that amount being used on Duncan. So I've, I've potentially now have saved about $500 this year based on me using cold brew Monday through Thursday. That's wild. I feel like a lot of people like saved a lot of money this year and stuff like that. But when you put it in that perspective, you don't realize how much you spend that outside stuff and how right. much you can like, especially with coffee, like just making coffee from home. And especially too, like cold brew was only, I, you know, 
I mean, I look because I almost got a replacement, but I fixed it. Um, it was like 20 bucks. But like yeah. the meaning behind it was much more than the actual quality slash pricing of said product. Like that's the best. Like I am a – you know me, Matt. I'm a giver. There's literally times yeah. where I only pull up my wallet and say, here, just take it and go. Like, <laughs> um, I guess that's what you call a philanthropist. So Yes, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, giving – especially like, like I said, when you get older, like you just feel good giving someone. And like receiving is nice, but mm-hmm. like it's not always like – that's not what the it shouldn't only be about receiving. It's got to be a good balance. I was very happy this year that I actually finally finally was able to get all my not all my family because that'd be ridiculous, but my parents, my my own family, my immediate family Christmas gifts this year. Yeah. Because I had a job that I was working for that was able to make enough money to get gifts. Now, mind you, not to because they don't listen to this. They're all the same they're all getting the same thing, but <laughs> I do appreciate that I was able to purchase something for them. Like, because that's one extra thing that they're getting for Christmas. The first time where, like, you buy your parents, like, a meaningful Christmas gift for the first time or, like, with your own money, there's no better feeling than that than, like, knowing, like, how much they've spent on you, especially for Christmas as a kid, and you finally get to get them something, like, they're really going to appreciate. It's There's really nothing to feeling like that or no other feeling like that. But, again, I think everyone needs to receive once in a while. Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, especially when like you don't expect it, because if you keep receiving, you're spoiled. You're a spoiled little brat. Correct. It's got to be a good balance. Yes, got to be a good balance. Always a good balance. So, yes, that 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 concludes. Take it for today, my friend. Wow, got a little feisty yeah. there, but <laughs> on photos of all things. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wow. Well, uh, this is great. What what a, what a way for our first ever Christmas ho- holiday holiday episode of the funny business podcast it's you know matt i think you and i believe that we would have never made it this far yeah i never really put that much thought into how long we'd be doing this but here we are 35 episodes yeah 35 weeks that's about we're halfway uh, to 70 yes (laughs) math we're almost close to uh very close closer to where we were before obviously uh to 52 episodes which yes would be ranging our one year of funny business podcast yes funny business and we could not do it without the support of you guys yeah no i mean seriously matt and i have been looking at the numbers and it's been ridiculous like for some reason we got a spike in some of our viewership and we're like okay like, this is cool like <laughs> oh i have a fun fact for you yeah i'm ready so we got our uh like spotify wrapped for our podcast yes. for our listeners yes do you know what what state in the United States is our second most listened state? Oh, I didn't look that. So Pennsylvania. Deep. Yeah, I found this on the app. Okay. Pennsylvania was 84% of the United States listeners. Okay. What state was number two? Jersey. Washington. Like the Washington, Washington state. state. No kidding. With 14%, and I believe Ohio was 10%. Oh. Yeah. Would you look at that? Also, shout out to our 5% listeners from Australia. Ah, good night from yes. down under. They're probably going to turn off. After yeah, this. yeah, we just lost all. Those we just business. lost all. Yeah, of them, that's but, okay. We'll get it back. Um, yeah, like it's so cool, and you know, I I think it, it keeps us going. Like every week, plugging in on the Tuesday, hitting record, bopping out the podcast. Matt is killing with social media posts, and just in case if you missed it, um, it's you know it's been kind of crazy, and yet we're still here, and uh, we're still vibing, freaking and vibing. We'll uh, we'll vibe going on i don't know what the hell i'm doing <laughs> um up. 
Matt, why don't you tell the good people of the Funny Business Podcast all throughout? We're nationwide listening. Right yes, now. nationwide. <laughs> nationwide. Why don't you tell the listeners what we got coming up? Uh, don't go too much into detail, but maybe uh, what we got coming up the next couple weeks and uh, what will happen. Okay, so so next week is a special episode. Um, it's not going to be a traditional episode that we have. It's more so going to be like a uh, – a highlight of of the year that's been with the Funny Business Podcast. So uh, I don't know if it'll be as long as usual. It might, it might be. We'll we'll figure that part out. But uh, stay tuned for that. And then come the new year, we have some new things coming up. Yeah, which is super crazy to think because we're already trying to flip the switch on some new ideas. Yeah, but it's it's kind of. It, it's a surreal feeling already, kind of. Like it feels weird, but like it feels awesome at the same time, and it's it's exciting because mm-hmm. we're working on some things. And of course, since this is a two person podcast, we have to share what we're doing. And you know, some of the stuff we've been sharing in between, we're like, wow, yeah, this, this is pretty cool. There's definitely going to be a big difference. <laughs> um, if you're looking for a call to action as far as maybe you want to get a sneak peek, um, I would suggest that you find us on TikTok. Yeah, and then uh, all we can just say is just find us on TikTok. We're not going to say where, nope. but however, there is a slight. Uh, let's just say there there's something noticeable by the time you visit our page that you'll be like, mm-hmm. oh, interesting. Yep. Big things so, are coming. Big things are coming, and yet we are thankful that our listeners and our viewers are joining along with us in this crazy ride we call the funny business podcast. So if you haven't already, make sure you follow us on our social media, make sure you watch our Twitch streams. Matt is just getting set up and ready to go. He is trying his best. We just found out today among us is now finally on the Nintendo switch. Yes. We can now stream out. Huge Huge news. I was seconds away from a PS five today. Oh man. Yeah. (laughs) They sold out in like 30 seconds, but I got close. Close. We'll get you that PS5, Matt. If anybody has then that'll PS5. be streaming even more. Yeah, streaming even more. Um, other than that, Matt, I, I guess from, from all of us here, the two of us here at the Funny Business Podcast, um, have a great holiday break or a great holiday season. Big thank you to our frontline workers, all of our nurses, doctors, policemen, firemen, businessmen that are making sure that 2020 will finish off strong um make sure you get takeout if you can or pick yes. up delivery uh from your local favorite restaurant itself um jenna and i are planning on doing that uh a couple times when we are together um especially up in the area that i live in uh anything else matt i think that's about it uh, um yeah we'll, we'll see you guys on the next episode and stay safe everyone mm-hmm.